All righty. We are back indeed. And uh, let's welcome in another candidate. He is vying uh, to keep his post on the town board in the great town of Islip. You know him well, Islip residents. His name is John Lorenzo. And John gives us a couple here on a very busy Wednesday morning. Prim, John, welcome. First time. How are you? Good morning, Jay. How are you? I'm doing well, my friend. Doing well. There's a lot going on and everything else. Obviously, you are getting ready uh, as an incumbent here. What are you feeling like as far as, uh, you know, we're right in the stages of early voting. We're six days out of a general election. We've always kind of focused on the calendar November the 7th, and it is coming uh, quite quickly. Uh, Give me a sense of Lorenzo's thinking right now. Uh, you know, our numbers look good for early voting in uh, Iceland, especially CD4. Um, you know, it's been a long road. I, uh, you know, my journey here uh, started back in January, and I hit the road uh, knocking on doors the uh, first day in August. That was my goal. So I've been, I've been going out for a couple months now, and it's, uh, it's definitely been a, a trying time, but a good time. And I, I feel good. I, yeah, and, and, but it all depends on the voters. It all, if, if they want to come out and they want me as their representative, they'll come out and vote. What are the voters thinking right now john what are some of the big issues points of contention that you're hearing about on the street as you're knocking on doors and everything else what are people feeling right now what do they want to see change uh, you know I, I think our quality of life um you know when you have that horrible neighbor uh and and, and tortures your everyday life and, and happiness and uh and, and the town comes out to them and says we can't do much that's uh, something that needs to be changed uh we can do that with um having adjudication bureau or civil court so we can move the process along and have a little more control over it uh we're working as a board to to um fund that and get that going it takes some time obviously but uh we're working on that i think that they they want to hear um uh transparency accountability they want someone to talk to and they want to be heard uh, it's not that difficult in my eyes i'm a small business owner for 20 plus years uh, and, you know, my, my, my motto in my office is focus on a solution, not the problem. So give me a call. We can have a conversation. You may not like what I have to say at the end, but it will be said nicely, and we'll look for a plan B if possible, and we'll get, we'll, we'll get the job done so you will be happy and we as a town can uh, be happy also. You know, John, I always say great towns have great leaders, and for towns to run efficiently, you need that. You've got a great one. There's not much, be- not many better than Edgy Carpenter. Uh, and I'll tell you this: I've known him for years, even prior to the post. But you know, so much accomplished over the years and everything else. But you know, a town board is really governed by its leader. That being a supervisor. Give me a sense of Angie Carpenter and what she's meant. Uh, Angie's Angie's wonderful, and 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 I always say to everyone, even in business. You can't ever put aside experience and knowledge uh, and connections for that matter, right? There, there, there are times we could be in meetings and something will be going down and, and Angie will pick up the phone and, and, and call someone and get, get a direct answer or, or somewhat of a better answer than we could ever get on that. Uh, she's wonderful. We work so well together. Um, and we need, I tell people all the time, every day when I'm out talking to people, this is not, you can't just come into the town and be the supervisor. <laughs> you, you, you're managing almost a thousand people, personalities, processes. Uh, you're managing the town board. Um, you're managing all. She, she's wonderful. She, she deserves her, her, her next term. Uh, and I, I believe she'll, she'll be there with us. Yeah, no doubt. John Lorenzo, ladies and gentlemen, my guest. Uh, he is uh, on the town council and 
talking about the great town of Islip and looking to retain uh, his seat. Uh, John, how did you get into this? Give us a little background on John Lorenzo. What kind of prompted you to to kind of go about your business uh, in, in a uh, giving back to the public, so to speak, as far as all the service and everything else? Give me a sense of that. So I've always been a, uh, a community person. Uh, starting my business young, um, I, I didn't know much other than to network and be a community person. So I dove right into the community that I lived in. Uh, and it's paid off. It's been a long journey, but it's paid off over the years. Uh, once you get that ball rolling in community, your, your name is just automatically out there if you do the right thing, which I hope that I do. Uh, you know, I, I met a, a friend who's an a, a attorney who's, who ran for public office, who's now a judge. Um, and he came up to me back in 2010 and said, you want to help me on my campaign? You can meet a lot of people. I know you like to meet people. And I said, oh, yeah, no problem. Um, what do you want me to do? Well, I want you to be my campaign manager. Well, what is that? I don't even know what that means. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. That's how it kind of rolled. So we, we run a campaign in 2011. He wins. He asked me to be his uh, part-time legislative aide. Again, I didn't know much about that. Um, so I agreed. Uh, we did a lot of great things. And in 2015, he was asked to um, become, he sit on the bench for a, for a judge, which he deserves. Um, they asked me to uh, be on the zoning board for the town of Iceland in 2015. In the last three years of my tenure there, I was asked to be the chairman. So I have a lot of zoning background and all. But that, that's how I kind of got into it. And once, once I started rolling, um, you know, there's been many times over the in politics over the years uh, that I've been involved doing this that, you know, seats open up and, you know, your name gets thrown around. And they, they asked me many times, John, you ready? And I said, no, I'm not ready yet. And the reason why I wasn't ready, Jay, is because I feel like you need to have your feet on the ground in, in processes of how the government works and, and before you can just sit in this, this position and, and actually, you know, represent your um, our districts now. But back then it was full town, but we have districts now. So to represent uh, uh, my di- district uh, in, in its entirety, in, in its inclusive that's how I got involved, and it's, I, I don't look back. I don't regret it. It's awesome. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's no surprise because reading a little bit of the background, your father was a police officer, small business owner, uh, and a lot of values I'm sure were in place. You know, integrity, determination, and everything else. So I'm sure you have brought that into play currently from growing up, right? Yeah, yeah, we we uh, we grew up in a middle class uh, neighborhood uh, neighborhood and, and household. My parents. You know, my dad was injured uh, young as a police officer, so uh, uh, I grew up a lot of time, many many of my childhood with him in the hospital. Um, but my mom, you know, strong background. Uh, we have strong family background, and they, they always taught us all to do the right thing and always give back. So whether you, whether you don't have much, just give. You don't have to give monetarily. You can just give your time. You can just give to a person. And, that, and that's how my sisters and I, I have three sisters and myself, uh, and, and we were all taught to give back and work hard. And if you work hard, Things, good things come to you, and that's that's my motto in life. We just need to work hard, and give back, and that's what it's all about. John Lorenzo, uh, my guest. You know, we had Andy Whitman on to start us off earlier today. Uh, John, he, you know, he pretty much uh, you know states that Islip uh, has come back from a lot. You know, the COVID days and everything else, businesses. You know, we have walls around all the time. John, of course, does a great job, executive director at EA. Uh, you know, the town seems to be in pretty good shape from a business sense uh, as far as uh, thriving again. Uh, businesses is coming into play. How would you kind of shape up uh, Islip at this point in time from its return post-COVID here? Give me a sense. We, we 
are in great shape. And then that was all from the prior. I, I didn't have much to do with that. Cause I, I, again, as you know, I was just appointed in January. Right. Um, but that was all our prior board and Angie come to leadership. Many of the other Angie Carpenter she did a wonderful job. Um, you know, although we're in great shape, we always need to sharpen our act. There's always changes that need to be made to keep us moving um, forward and getting better and better. We can always be better every day, but we, we've, they've done a great job. We all have done a great job to keep an eye on the birds out, and there's, there's much more for the future. Yep, no doubt about it. Mr. Lorenzo uh, vying to keep his his post as far as a uh, town council. What have you learned, like, on the on a town council uh, situation, John, as, you know, back and forth uh, that goes on as, as it does. Uh, and, you know, you've got another guy. Uh, well, you've got another guy, Mike McElwee, right? Uh, yeah. Who is that of District 3. Uh, you, of course, represent the 4th District. You know, you got a little back and forth here. What have you learned as far as uh, those on the other side of the aisle trying to uh, escape differences and come to some sort of common ground. That's in place even on the highest levels of government, right? Sure, yeah. You know, uh, as you know, I'm the lonely conservative on the board. I say that yep. uh, tongue-in-cheek and gesture because we all get along great and we, we, I love working with all of them. Uh, however, um, I do believe that when you take a position like this, you need to be inclusive of your entire district, right? And then, so that means the other district uh, council people have to be inclusive of their district. So we all need to work together. We work for the public. They don't work for us. So customer service is there. We need to listen to the other council people in their districts. They need to listen to my wants and needs of my, my constituents and my districts. And we have to negotiate, if you want to call for a lack of a better term, to get the job done for the public, to move the town forward as they want us to see it. We work for everyone out there in our district, and that's what we have to do. And honestly, this board, and especially with Mike McKelvey coming on, I think we're going to do a wonderful job at that. I think we all respect each other. I think we all respect each other's opinions. And listen, it's okay to disagree. It doesn't mean we don't like each other. We're allowed to have dis- disagreements, uh, with special policies in our, in our district. That's how it should be. But we, we all need to work together, and that's what I'm striving for. And, John, we remember reading about you because the – uh, town board approved the appointment back in early January of yourself, uh, and that to represent the fourth district. It was formerly occupied uh, by Mary Kay Mullen, who resigned, I believe, at the end of uh, December 2022. Correct? She was elected to serve as district court judge back in November. But you know, you had a guy who basically said in this petition that town did invite input from constituents of the fourth. What was that whole thing like for you going through this? You know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm a bit sensitive. <laughs> uh, so, you know, people, uh, you know, accusing me of wrongdoings um, was, was a little bit difficult for me in the beginning. However, you know, the, the town of Isa always had this in their, in their, their code, not their code, but in their rule book, right? We, they didn't have to sign on to a special election. They, they were able to appoint if they felt need be. Uh, so they did appoint me. And um, it's been a great journey ever since. It, it was, you know, there's people out there, there's naysayers out there, and I understand what their concept is behind it, but it's something that the town has always done. They've never wavered from, uh, and, and they appointed me. And, and I, was, I was humbled uh, and honored to, to be the appointee, uh, and I, I took a vow that day to do a great job ethically and morally 
uh, for my constituents in the town of Iceland. And, uh, you know, sometimes at this point with different uh, situations going on in our district, someone will say on social media regarding, oh, he was just appointed, he won't say what he's doing, all that other jazz. But, you know, I, I, I took an oath uh, and, and, I, and I, I take it seriously. And if they want to have a conversation, they can give me a ring and we can definitely have a conversation uh, regarding anything that's on their mind. I'm just not going to do it on the social media test. So it's been a little difficult with that appointment, but I'm proud to be here, and I'm going to hope to do a great job come November 7th. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's what it's all about. Uh, it's uh, It certainly is about serving and everything else, uninterrupted government service. I always remember Angie saying that uh, back in the day, and she was right. Uh, so uh, in essence, uh, the beat goes on and everything else. So... Uh, you're looking to retain and everything else. You love what you're doing. Uh, and it seems like this was the right move for you from way back in time. You were kind of almost destined to do it. Do you get a sense of that? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, I'm a, I'm a graduate of uh, Connecticut High School in 1993. And my whole high school career, I was on the student government board. I served as vice president. So my mom actually said to me last uh, weekend when she was over my house, she said, you always meant to do something like this, even from high school. <laughs> I said, well, I hope not. Your, your mouth of God's ears. I hope they vote me in in November 7th. That's interesting she said that. I mean, do you have do you have aspirations to even go higher on the ladder or not down the road? You know, never is a, is a strong word. Um, but, I, I, you know, I just really love my town. I love where I live. I, we're big boaters. My family's big boaters. I love the South Shore. I, I just want to focus on making this a great place. I want my kids. I have a, my wife and I have a 19 and a 17 year old They're right. going into the college years. I want them to come back. I want to enjoy their lives with their partners and spouses uh, for the future here on Long Island. So I just want to focus on this right now. It, it, it never is a, a tough word. I, I, my <laughs> options are always open in the future, but right now I'm focusing on capitalistic floor and advisor. John Lorenzo with us. A couple of minutes to remain. You know, John, we. We always uh, speak about uh, Isla when we have John on, John Walzer, and you know we talked about the hookups regarding uh, the sewers and Main Street and getting these businesses occupied, which was a huge move uh, not too long ago. The prosperity and everything else of this town uh, in play for decades and decades to come. And, you know, you look at Isla, you look at that situation, you got an airport that's thriving right now. Uh, there are a lot of good things within the confines of this community. Yes, sir, there are. And, uh, you know, we need to keep moving that way. We need to, uh, sewers are, are, are huge for our downtowns. Um, we, we need to keep uh, moving forward. I know uh, South Oakdale uh, is starting in 24. They're going to put the shovel on the ground. Um, that's going to bring back, you know, you know, development. We need progress. We don't need overdevelopment, right? But we need progress. We have to keep moving forward. And, and just because a sewer comes into a downtown, doesn't mean it's going to be overdevelopment. It just gives us opportunity for progress. And if you have the right people in place on the board, they can make those amendments to the code so it's not overdeveloped. And that's what people have to really understand. This isn't, as Angie, the supervisor, says all the time, this is not an on-the-job training type of job. You need to have some background and knowledge. And I think I can bring that for my constituents. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, we say that all the time. Uh, you know, it's it's not a job for the rookie to kind of come in and learn uh, ongoing here. you got to have the experience. You certainly do. And it's interesting how the town, uh, John Lorenzo, has hired now a consultant 
uh, to start working on a long-term policy plan that uh, will offer, I guess, a guideline. And I'm talking about future development in the town. I know that last master plan, so-called, was adopted back in the late 70s. So I've got a lot of revisions in time, but... You know, uh, it, it probably was a good idea, according to Angie, you know, to kind of bring somebody back in play here. Uh, and you look at the Midway Crossing that's in play, the $2.8 billion proposal, uh, new construction around Concoma and everything else. So this plan, you know, will kind of play a major role in keeping up with all the change and trends that, that are going on right now, right? I 100% agree with you, and I 100% agree with Angie. It needed to be done, um, and it, it will it will kind of lay out the landscape of what possibly could be for development in the future, or what may need to be for development in the future. Um, and and you know we we need Jay, we need to change. I say this in business all the time. The business owners that don't change with the times is a great book. When I first came into business, and my and an older gentleman that was my uh, mentor. Uh, told me to read it, and it's so silly. It, I think Spencer Johnson wrote it. It's called "Who Moved My Cheese," and it's about two mice going through a maze, eating cheese, being fat, and then they have to start searching. One decided to go out and search for more cheese. One decided to stay stagnant and ended up not making it. So, and it's a it's a kindergarten type book, but it means so much. And I I believe that in business, and I believe that in government also, especially in in development, right? Progress for our town. We need to always be able to look in the future and, and plan right down the road and that's what we need that's what this plan will do for us it will give the public some input and it will give the board uh, some knowledge of what possibly could be seen for progress and development down the road so i'm excited for that plan i i, I voted for it the, the moment i heard it come on and i like the fact also uh a lot of the focus will be on public input as they kind of craft this plan. Uh, and that's going to be very important, you know, with demographics and trends and all this type of planning. Uh, I love the fact that the town, is, and it's always had this, as far as under the uh, under the carpenter regime, as far as transparency is concerned. I like the fact that input from the public will be in play here. Okay, we, we, we need transparency. They, again, we work for them, and we want to hear. You know, we, we, need, we need respect. Transparency, though know, some, sometimes sometimes the public uh, likes to take uh, shots at their their officials uh, on the board, like uh, like we're not trying to work for them, and that's not the truth. Like we, every everyone has their own opinions, uh, and and everyone has their own direction that they feel it should go. But it, it opens up for great discussion, and that's when progress happens when we can sit down, discuss, um, and and make it work for everyone as we move forward as one town. That's what we need to do. We need to move forward as one town. I want our children to come back here and stay. I don't want it to be an island where we can't, the middle class is not here anymore. We can't do it. And that's, in my opinion, that's where it's going right now. You know, we need another quote unquote Grumman. When I grew up, everyone in my family, someone, uncles or whatever, worked for Grumman, right? <laughs> they all, they all made their retirement so some, somehow or another with a Grumman type background. Um, so I feel that, you know, we need as public officials, to find that next Grumman, for lack of a better term, so our kids can come here, good-paying jobs, great schools, live on the South Shore and North Shore of Long Island, but we're here in South Shore, uh, and, and, and do well and prosper. And that's my goal. That's why I'm doing this. You know, that's a great point. It really is when you think about it. That was the old days of speaking, right? Grumman, hey, my, my uncle worked for Grumman. I'm going to work for Grumman. And that was it. You know. <laughs> Right? I mean, you work for Grumman. Basically, you were a staple in the community. 
<laughs> as far as present and future, right? Yeah, that's it. That's it. And, and you know, it, it's it's it's. And again, I, I, don't don't look too deep into that. I'm not saying we need Grumman. I'm saying we need a a, a Grumman of the 2020s and 30s. Like we need something that can bring these young men and women back here to, to provide families and lives and, and stability here on Long Island. And, and, and that's what we need to progress forward with. And I think we can. We have a lot of good people in our, in our lanes with us. And, that, and with Republican input, we can do well. No question about it. John Lorenzo. Uh, John, it's been fun. Uh, we're going to keep, keep an eye out on you. Uh, John will be on the ballot on the Republican side of things in the uh, Castle District number 4, Mr. Lorenzo. Remember now, early voting yep. on going. Uh, so keep that in mind all through Sunday at so many different locales, ladies and gentlemen. Just look online. You'll see what I'm talking about. And, of course, the big day, Election Day, 6A, 9P, uh, at your local situations involved as far as election uh, venues are concerned. John, a pleasure. Uh, hopefully the first of many a conversation on this program. How's that? Yeah. I hope so, Jay. Thank you for your time, and thank you for all that you do for the public. You're wonderful. I appreciate that. Mr. John Lorenzo, folks.